Hello everyone, you're listening to the Socially Desi Show, the podcast that motivates you to live, create and inspire. If this is your first time here, welcome. On our show, we discuss tips and strategies with our guest speakers on how to tackle problems related to personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness. So hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. Today I'm joined by Mr. Mahesh Shukla. He is the founder and CEO of Paymi India. Paymi India is an RBI registered NBFC company and their financial services are extended to corporate employees who need quick lending options with the lowest interest rates. The company presently offers loans for individuals up to 2 lakh rupees and all of that in just a few clicks. Mr. Mahesh uh, has uh, an experience of over a decade and he has closely worked with reputed firms in the domain of finance and investments such as Bank of America, Barclays Shared Services and so on. His expertise are uh, extended to credit evaluation, product development, equity research, market research and financial modeling. So with that I would like to welcome Mahesh on the show. Hi Mahesh, how are you? Thanks Anurag, I am doing good. Hope you are doing good too. Yes, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for doing this with the Socially Desi Show, Mahesh. And uh, before we even begin today's episode, I would love to know uh, about your professional journey so far. Sure, Anurag. So, uh, about me, I be- belong to a small village, not even town. Mm-hmm. And I migrated from that uh, village uh, to complete my graduation. So, I did my graduations from... Uh, Allahabad University, which is, of course, now Prayagraj, that place. And, mm-hmm. of course, like every individual, uh, um, those era we were planning to do MBA. So I migrated to Delhi and did my MBA in finance and started uh, looking out for job. I got uh, my first job too early, uh, which was into banking segment itself. Okay. Uh, and so I started from retail banking, then got an opportunity to work with international banks like Bank of America in anti-money laundering division. And then there was another fascinating opportunity, uh, uh, which was into uh, the equity research, because that market mm-hmm. was uh, very interesting at that point in time. And uh, all cognizant people uh, into finance were talking about equity. So I got to work with Deutsche Bank in equity research division. I worked okay. there for uh, almost uh, three years, though mm-hmm. it was a bad phase of life as well as of the sector because that is the time when the subprime started and equity market mm-hmm. was not doing good. But yeah, that was a learning. Uh, post everything got settled, I got an opportunity uh, to work with Barclays. So okay. in Barclays, it was a really very challenging role, which I was into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was offered a division wherein I had to do lots of research around the emerging fintechs because that okay. was the era when fintechs have started emerging in Western countries. Mm-hmm. And some of them have even started doing far better as compared to the banks. So now, our bank was also concerned that how uh, they should tackle these fintechs, how they should uh, probably uh, get attached with fintechs so that okay. uh, they can get benefit. Mm-hmm. So I was reading, researching, creating, publishing papers around it, talking to the management, talking to the founders around the mm-hmm. ideas. Mm-hmm. And that is where I realized that uh, in India as well, there is a great potential of uh, starting with a fintech company because mm-hmm. this market mm-hmm. is completely opened up and we now have the required infrastructure which is needed to probably uh, uh, support a fintech company. 
So that yeah. was the time yeah. I quit my job and I started mm-hmm. with Paymi India. And wonderful. around five uh, think, years, I've been managing Paymi India. Wonderful, wonderful. I think that research turned out to be a blessing in disguise for you. Yeah, definitely, yes. So what was the inspiration behind Paymi? Uh, apart from, you know, uh, doing all the research when you were uh, there and uh, apart from understanding the fintech market in India and, and trying to do something in this field, what were the other inspiration uh, that led you to start Paymi India? Uh, I think uh, that question is directly to the heart. So yes, uh, <laughs> how it happens that every founder had a story and there was some problem mm. which he's trying to solve. Mm. Uh, that problem was something, a personal problem as well in past. So that has been the same for me as well. As I told you that I migrated from a small place uh, in mm. search of mm. job to a bigger city. Uh Though I was lucky enough to get my first job uh, in, in, in a few trials, mm-hmm. but it took me three years to get my first credit card. Oh, okay. Mm. And uh, that was the phase uh, and that was the timing when I needed the credit very much because anytime I was planning to go back to my hometown, maybe I wanted to give something to my family. Uh, it could be a smaller thing, maybe a mobile and all. Mm. But mm. the savings were not so strong. Of course, the earnings as well that I could afford it. And that is where you need some sort of uh, credit so that you can get these small things either financed or maybe mm-hmm. afford it uh, by a financial support and pay it in EMIs. Uh, but as I told you that it took me three years to get my first credit card. And uh, that was the problem. Uh, when I look back into the market uh, in 2016, 15, the problem was still there. Mm-hmm. So that is where I decided to uh, bring in something which can solve that problem. Maybe uh, it can solve the pain of the early professionals. Uh, so mm. the idea was to give them a credit so that they can fulfill that kind of requirement. Even if it's an early professional, even if it's a blue collar, a gray collar worker, or mm-hmm. maybe a groomed professional. So that is where the pay media's journey started. Wonderful, wonderful. And I, I also believe that, you know, when you try to solve a real life problem, uh, it really helps you to to uh, penetrate into the market better, understand your customers better. And when you as a founder yourself face those issues in your professional life, you understand it more clearly uh, than, you know, people who don't really understand the problem. So uh, I, I, I really, uh, you know, appreciate that. So, uh, you know, this actually gives me a great segue to uh, get into the meat of the discussion today. Uh, so to everyone listening out there, we are talking about uh, the BNPL market in India which stands for buy now pay later i'm sure a lot of us must have already been uh, using a bnpl uh, in our daily usage but uh, may not be aware of the nitty gritties but uh, mahesh uh, the the covid-19 situation has actually brought a paradigm shift uh, in india's digital payments landscape and it has led to a rise of several sub-industries w- in which BNPL is also a part of. So I would like to understand from you, uh, what is the current uh, BNPL landscape in India? And how do you see this growing in the Indian context? Yeah, so uh, BNPL has started years back, though mm. it's 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 being used into a limited spaces now so like maybe you are going to buy a mobile phone that everybody would have faced you visited Mm. to a mall and then you liked the mobile phone 
now the vendor is pushing you that why don't you go for an EMI? And it's a zero cost EMI. You don't have to pay mm. anything else. Uh, I think uh, most of us would have not understood at that point in time, but that is the place wherein we have become a customer of BNPL. So that is mm. what BNPL is. So you can buy anything which you want to buy as of now, and then you can pay it later, maybe as per the agreed term, in EMIs or without EMIs, one go. Uh, these all are the beauties of the product. Right. So, uh, uh, as I said, that it is being used uh, for limited products so far for, at the limited spaces. But mm-hmm. yeah, going forward, uh, what we foresee, uh, the way the digital uh, payments have uh, been adopted by uh, the consumer base, the Indian masses, it has a really great potential. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I foresee that BNPL will be used in in next couple of months and years uh, in each and every small purchases of a customer's life. Hmm. So what is driving it? One is the ease of payment. Uh, that okay, of course, uh, you can make the payment in just a click. Correct. Not even entering the card, entering the things, or maybe hmm. Uh, hmm. the cash was, again, it, it's almost gone from the market. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> right. that kind of easiness it is bringing, that is where the hmm. customers would uh, prefer this product. Secondary, uh, a cognizant customer now wants to understand that where is he spending his money, mm-hmm. right? So that angle is also uh, helping when when people are spending uh, through BNPL. So mm-hmm. that gives me a gut feeling that going forward, uh, majority of the expenditure people will be doing using BNPL facilities. Interesting, interesting. And uh, when you spoke about uh, the credit, you know, when you spoke about your uh, experience with not getting a credit card for three years into uh, a job, right? Uh, this actually uh, led me uh, to to figure out something. And I was looking at this data online, which uh, shows that uh, in India, still there are only six to seven crore Indians who have access to credit. Uh, which yeah. means which means almost 90% of Indians still do not have access to credit. Yeah, right yeah that's the irony yeah yeah so so now now what i would like to understand from you is does this gives bnpl an opportunity to disrupt the cards market uh, yeah so if i give you a figure today uh, hmm. currently uh, the bnpl is lesser than 3 billion usd in india Mm-hmm. And in next five years, the expectation is that it will go tenfolds year on year. Probably it will be touching to 50 billion by 26 in India. Wow. So okay. that is the kind of growth we are expecting uh, from uh, this product. Mm-hmm. Of course, it will be limited to good uh, uh, people only. Uh, the stringent credit will also evolve around it. Maybe uh, it's not there as of now, but uh, definitely it will be there. But uh, simultaneously, it will give an opportunity for a new-to-credit person to start with the uh, credit uh, uh, consumptions, uh, maybe with a smaller limit. And Mm. this will imbibe a very good habit of using credit in people. So those who would be able to manage it in a good way, definitely they would emerge as a very nice customer to the industry and probably they will manage their financials well as well in future. Of course, I mean, uh, once you start with a credit and uh, from there, you can actually build your civil score, uh, get it yeah. to a good number. 
and that is where you uh, you know become a, a credible uh, customer for uh, all the all the banks and other services where you can actually go and take loans and take credits uh, so this actually uh, uh, you know uh, makes me wonder what sort of leg- regulatory challenges do you see around bnpl in india currently uh, yeah so there has been dust around it i would admit mm. that so uh, mm. there are uh, there are companies who are doing it because there is no uh, regulatory control so far even mm-hmm. uh, the rbi is not clear that which way we have to do it but yes uh, they are mulling over there are committees working on it and soon it will get regulated by rbi since it's a lending product it must mm. be regulated by rbi and all the norms uh, which a lender should follow should be followed mm-hmm. maybe the kyc norm the uh, the anti money laundering norm the interest norms the collection norms everything would be followed by the lenders so uh, we are eagerly waiting for uh, the decision from rbi and i am sure mm-hmm. that it will get regulated in in the in, in the month of december itself so in january we will get more clarity around bnpl product from the regulator but currently what is the state of uh, the regula- regulatory things that you have seen what is the current state right now so uh, so far some of the uh, facilitators i would not say them lenders some of the facilitators are mm-hmm. misusing uh, the kyc norms as well so they are making it too easy for the customers easy money is always harmful there is no credit mm-hmm. evaluation which is happening uh um, maybe it may put a customer into debt trap right. also there are some mm. certain violation of kyc norm that you don't know to whom you are lending mm. so mm. these kind of uh, loopholes are there so far but yes mm. as i said that soon this will get regulated but how do these uh, facilitators uh, manage npas because i'm sure with even small credits you end up Uh, like you said you know there there's a debt trap and then uh, uh, there are uh, loopholes which are currently being exploited uh, how do you manage npas in that case uh i'm certainly not sure that how they are managing their mm. npas because mm-hmm. one of the uh, good angle which a lender has got that uh, if you, if someone is defaulting then mm-hmm. that report gets published uh, into the bureaus and the other lender gets to know that okay uh, that customer is not a good customer not paying mm. on time and that is the incentive a customer gets if he is a regular payer that the others would also get to know if in case he is requesting a loan from them that okay his behavior has been superb uh, most of the bnpl providers are not uh, uh, getting that kind of uh, uh, reporting mechanism so far so okay. the only option they have that they are uh, blocking you from that platform for an example i am an e-commerce platform and uh, you've been using my platform for purchases if hmm. you will default from uh, this platform maybe i'll block you to use my platform as well as that credit facility from that facilitator would also get blocked so that is one uh, how they are uh, controlling the nps Mm-hmm. also for most of the companies uh, not the bigger one there are some bigger one as well who has been doing it from ages but there are uh, there this new entrants for them it's at a, it's still in a pilot phase so they Correct. must be having some calculative risk which they are taking from mm-hmm. yeah because this actually uh, when you when you say it like that when individual platforms can can ban you or can bar you for a certain period of time from using the platform if you default 
in that case also you know it it uh, there's still a gray area where customers can actually have multiple accounts on different uh, platforms like you know if there are uh, let's say five or six bnpl players i can have accounts on all these platforms and uh, maybe you know that again gives a loophole where uh, I, I may uh, uh, get into an npa on on all the platforms and and uh, still there is no strict action taken because right now what all they can do is they can just restrict me or bar me from their own particular uh, platform yeah yeah so that is where the formalization coming in mm. the regulation uh, regulations coming in so now of course uh, there will be dual reporting to mm. the bureaus mm. and probably it will be difficult for the consumer base who is defaulting on a bnpl product to get any further loan be it an education mm. loan or car loan or house loan so that true uh, may emerge soon. true true so uh, while we are talking uh, about customers uh, Mahesh, I would love to know from you. Uh, please share a few tips with our uh, audiences today, uh, who all are planning to start their journey into uh, the BNPL space. Maybe they want to become a customer. They want to sign up for a platform. What would be your tips uh, for all the audience today if they want to start this journey? Yeah, I think uh, my advice would be to use the credit ads as you use salt in your food. so definitely salt is going to enhance the taste of your food but if you'll put more salt in your food it may make the taste better bitter i would say right, right. so uh, the credit should be used uh, in the similar way uh, there must be a space of credit into your financials but mm-hmm. it should never be over leveraged so try to take the credit uh, only when you are in need and showcase a very good behavior over there use use it uh, on the right time and pay on right time so that you can get the exact benefit of this product uh, don't get trapped by so many easy options that okay the credit mm-hmm. is uh, very easy let's go and grab it that mm. is the mistake what credit card industry has done years back yeah so when credit card was launched uh, there were agents who were aggressively selling credit cards on every yep. corner and probably a consumer like us who were new at that point in time new age guy so it was a, a very uh, interesting product and we used yeah. to probably apply at all the credit card companies and uh, sometimes we were feeling that it is an status symbol uh, that okay i have five mm. credit cards from all the <laughs> yeah <laughs> all the credit card companies and uh, what happens that at that days uh, p- people usually do not have a very right uh, understanding of managing the finances and that is yep. where we go and we buy unnecessary stuff uh, which was not needed and we got into a debt trap mm-hmm. and it takes eases to then come out of it you end up paying lots of penalties you will spoil your credit card so that should not get repeated here with this product so use it True. wisely though it's a uh, it's it's coming at a very uh, easy steps and it is facilitating lots of easiness in your life in all bill payments and everything but again you use it like the way you use salt in your food absolutely absolutely i completely agree with that because uh, even uh, back in the days back in 2013 when i uh, started my career uh, i also got got into this trouble of uh, exhausting my credit limit on my credit card and then you know yeah. facing a lot of 
penalties and nobody told me at that point in time that yeah, you know right. you will so so you know the way they sold you credit cards was that sir you will only get 3% charge on your uh, <laughs> uh, on your bill if you miss your dates but nobody told yeah. me that you'll also charge me like an 18% on top of that as penalties and blah 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 True. so you know you <laughs> you end up paying so much of yeah, uh, that interest mistake most of the uh, youngsters do like making a minimum payment getting yeah. over leverage over utilized and then living on minimum payment absolutely you don't know, it has a wrong repercussion on your credit scores for sure yeah, yeah i used to have a very good credit score and then it declined and then somebody like you know one of my friends uh, back in bombay he told me uh, anurag you know you are messing it up and uh, this is what you need to do he educated me a lot on that and from then on i think you know from 2015 onwards i have been very careful uh, in managing my credit cards and other uh, financial loans or anything else that i'm doing with my credit so i think you know uh, uh, people listening today uh, you you guys should also take heed of what mahesh has just uh, told us that uh, it's like salt and jaise kehte hain ki swad anusar use kariye aap usko waise hi the same thing uh, goes with your credit limit also please make sure that you use it to an extent where you can actually pay back the money uh, don't you over exhaust your limits where you are not able to return the money and then you get into the debt trap and debt trap by debt trap we mean is penalties and interest rates going up and at the end of the day you will realize that uh, the the amount that you took you are actually paying more in interests rather than paying back the principal so that is really important uh thank you so much mahesh for that tip i think uh, a lot of our users would have uh, gained good insights on that uh before we uh, before we uh, uh, close today's episode i would love to know because you spoke about the the uh, the trends in bnpl where uh, it's it's uh, multiplying 10 folds uh, in the next few years i would love to know uh, how how do you see bnpl uh, taking over the cards market because cards market still huge uh, how do you yeah. see that transition happening how do you see that transition happening yeah so uh, if we talk about the trends if we see in western countries uh, uh, it has already overshadowed the cards market so the bnpl mm-hmm. has already uh, gone beyond the cards uh, market's total uh, mm-hmm. outstanding and gradually the bnpl is still growing and the card is on the declining streak mm-hmm. so in india also i am um, strongly believing that the same uh, trend would get followed so of course not 100% that it but again it will eat a max- maximum portion of the credit card market in long run interesting interesting wonderful so any any closing remarks uh, mahesh on uh, how uh, you see uh, bnpl happening in india and also how payme india is working towards uh, in the bnpl space yeah so when we uh, started with our bnpl product as i said that bnpl is also coming with with lots of restriction that you mm. can use it in on certain portals you can use it on certain uh, websites only so that freedom is not there at the consumer's end that he can or she can use it uh, uh, as per their discretion on the portals he or she wants so when we ventured into this product we thought of facilitating our consumer with that kind of freedom so we are bringing our product wherein our consumers can use this uh, at any shopkeeper any merchant any mm-hmm. bigger shop so even if uh, you are buying vegetables you can use our product you are okay. having a chai or sutta outside even for 10 rupees you can use that 
and along with this even if you are into roaming into a mall and you want to buy a mobile phone there also you can utilize our product so what benefit it will bring to you that okay all the expenditure even if it's a 20 rupees 20 rupees that will get organized at the end of the month you would be able to know that how much you are spending on uh, what kind of activities whether entertainment shopping uh, maybe sutta you want to track so this is this is uh, how we are uh, penetrating the product so we have launched it for limited users as of now uh, in the name of salt club so there is a community it's referred by only community and uh, only limited people can use it uh, we would be closely uh, monitoring the performance as well as the interest from the customers and then uh, maybe uh, in next couple of months it will be opened up for the wider masses as well wonderful wonderful and uh, guys whenever the product is available we'll let you know uh, through our social media handles or we will update the show notes uh, in the links that you see below uh, in the episode description apart from that uh, mahesh how can people reach out to payme india what are the links and where they can uh, look at the products so uh, the links and demo and everything is there on our uh, website they can visit paymeindia.in and they can learn about the product the saltclub.in is uh, also there uh, they can register themselves uh, and uh, get a, a notification from us that how soon this product is going to be available in their city or for them wonderful so you heard it guys uh, we'll put the links in the show notes below definitely go check out paymeindia.in Uh, and if you have any questions uh, feel free to reach out to us uh, and we will help you get in touch with payme india or you can directly uh, ping payme india on their social media handles the links will again be in the show notes below with that uh, we come to an end of this episode thank you so much mahesh for sharing great insights on uh, the bnpl product the bnpl landscape in india and of course you know how consumers can actually start their journey with bnpl with that uh, we come to a close of today's episode thank you so much mahesh for being with us thanks anurag and thank you all the audiences who are listening to us so that wraps it up for today folks if you liked the episode give it a big thumbs up share it with your friends and let's go viral remember our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth mental health relationships business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness We would love to have Mr Mahesh on the show again in the future to talk about the BNPL landscape in India and how it's faring with the rest of the world. So if you haven't yet done so hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always before I sign off remember life is black and white and everything in between. <laughs>